As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Lee Enigma podcast, everybody. This is part two of the episode Rebirth, and we're just going to hop right into everything. So now that we're done, like, catching up, because basically that's the gist of what, we, what you guys missed the last couple of months, like, I want to talk about an actual topic here that I've been thinking about recently. And I just kind of come from experience here, so, you know, this is this is for anybody who needs it. But I know the last, since the New Year's, like, it wasn't like a resolution, but I've noticed myself, like, I'm I'm happier um, and, that, and not just like, cause you know, you can make yourself happy in many ways, like either good and bad, but mm-hmm. it, it's more of like avoiding th- situations and people that make my blood pressure go through the fucking roof. Um, like I, I'm at a point right now in life where I just, I just don't like, I rather just do things that I can relax and chill and be happy and be around people that make me happy and like just avoid shit that i know is going to cause me more harm than good and if that means going back to like even even certain people like it could be family members it could be friends it could be bosses it could be whatever but you know try to understand and put yourself in a position to where your mental health is number one because i think we talked about this before but i just want to go more in depth like that i've never i never realized how true that was until the last like five months of my life not yeah. about you yeah no i think it's very important you know especially not to give up on like on that you time either mm-hmm. like you just need that you know that me time sometimes and i think that even just helps alone and just your mental health and you know keeping sane in the long run of things because like it's so it's so easy to like i, I feel like a lot of because my, my thing is i always tell people as a trainer too like stress is a silent killer man mm-hmm. like i like yes eating right exercising of course yes and i tell people like i'm putting you in position for the next 30 years with that but like if you're stressed, you're going to resort to things that that's where drugs, that's where stress eating, that's where drinking, that's where fucking, you know, mental, like that's the most biggest way people end up getting sick or, or obese or have mental issues or addiction, or addiction or, or fucking worse. Like it's because they're stressed and like they don't know how to cope with it. And their, their coping mechanism might be temporary, which is like drugs or alcohol or like, you know, doing some other wild shit. But like, it's only temporary. You know, you got to find something that's more long-term. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. That's, that's pretty spot on. Um, <clears throat> I, I'll notice, like, like when I'm really stressed, I can't sleep. Like, that's mm-hmm. my thing. So it's like I I try to, like, calm myself down throughout the day. I, I couldn't help but avoid it, uh, or I couldn't help but avoid any type of stress before. Um, like, when I was losing sleep, it was before I moved. And with the wedding stuff coming up, because 
I knew there was so much changing. I could not fucking sleep at night. I was waking up almost every hour. And I'm not even exaggerating. Was, that was like the hardest thing for me. Uh, I didn't really sleep until pretty much all that was over. Mm-hmm. Of like the wedding and like moving and getting situated and everything. I was finally like, fuck, I can finally just... There's no more... The weight was off your shoulders. Yeah, dude. It was, it was insane. Like, I hate that feeling of waking up every fucking hour at night. Like, it, it was catching up with me so bad. My eyes would twitch. Like, throughout the day. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I know I'm not getting enough sleep. If my eye starts fucking mm-hmm. involuntarily fucking twitching, mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it. Fucking crack addict. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you good now, though? Oh, yeah, I'm good now. Uh, I've had a couple nights where, I, like, I'll wake up here and there. And it's normal for me to, I don't really normally sleep through the night. Uh, I'll wake up at least once or twice. So, if I get, if I'm to once or twice a night, I'm okay with that. But the other night, it did happen again a little bit where I woke up at, like, 4 o'clock. And then once again at five, and I, once I woke up at five, I could not go back to sleep. And I was like, fuck me, dude. I have a 12 hour shift coming up. I was so pissed. I only slept for like maybe four and a half hours. I was like, fuck this shit. But yeah, I feel you on that. I don't think that one was stress related. I don't know what that was, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, and then sleep is a major part of it. Like also like stress eating. Like I got a lot of clients that like eat when they're fucking stressed. I used to be like that when I was younger, like. Stress, but like if you sum it all up, like it literally is like stress. And to me, and everybody's personality is different. Like some people, like can cope with it, like can't cope with it as fast, or they're slower with coping with it, or they don't know how to do it. And some people can't. Like me, for example, I'm very black and white. Like I either want to do something, or I don't want to fucking do something. <laughs> like yeah, I either, either want to go somewhere, or I don't want to fucking go somewhere. Like I, I stop. And it's not just disrespect to anybody. Like I. Like Randy said, there there is some weeks where I'm just fucking burnt, and if I have one day off, I'm gonna fucking just do nothing because like I I I then the next day's Monday and guess what I gotta wake up at four o'clock and do, do it, it all over, over again. Yeah. So like I need you know, and that's why like it's it's nothing personal, people. If I tell you like no, like I I can't or I don't want to, like it's just sorry like you're not gonna go to work for me at four o'clock. You know like we all got different lives and I just need a day to fucking chill and. uh I feel that, dude, honestly. Like, sometimes I'll get off of work or, like, you know, the next day of being off comes. I don't want to do anything. I just want to fucking relax, dude. Like, and it's not, like you said, I don't want to offend anybody by, like, telling them no. But at the same time, sometimes you just need that, like, I need to just fucking relax. Next week I'll hang out with you or whatever. but Or later in the week or whatever it is. But that one day off that you have, sometimes you're like, I just want to fucking relax. And I, and I, and I want to shout you out again because, like, you know, this whole, the podcast, and, you know, you guys know that, like, we were, we had a point where we were fucking dishing out episodes, like, every fucking week, every week, every week. For, like, a, a good year, we were fucking every week, besides, like, maybe a few times where, like, something happened. But we were pretty fucking consistent. We, we were. And then we just went AWOL. And, like, me and Randy were both busy. More me in the beginning than Randy because of stuff, but, like you always understood that like thank you for not fucking me like fuck po you know he doesn't want to do the podcast like no i did but like if my thing is if i'm not going to give you my 110 percent, it's not fair to you yeah because then we're not if i'm gonna know. have fast and i'm gonna be dog tired i'm gonna be fucking sitting here doing nothing like you know just hoping this shit's over and i'm gonna, like think of it as a chore like i don't want to like it's not gonna be fair to you guys listening is not gonna be fair to randy who is recording with me that's just how i am i'm either 110 percent i'm in or like i need a break like it's yeah. becoming a chore and like, I need a fucking break. You know what I mean? And I'm I, glad I, we kind of took another break mm-hmm. too. Like, even though I did, I, I really did miss it, but like, yes. I couldn't imagine trying to fit with them in you had going on with everything going yeah. on for both right. of us. It was just, it would have been way too much. 
And the I'm content just, wouldn't be as good. Like no. it, just, we, it would just be sitting here fucking for two hours, like thinking of stuff to say instead of it being free flowing. Like we always do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like being able to just fucking come in and be like, all right, hit the record button and just go. Right. And, and just I, whatever comes out, comes out. And that's why I want to like, you know, I told you guys like, you know, I'm being serious now. Like you guys, I mean, at least I'm speaking for myself. I know Randy's obviously moved in now, so he should have more time too. like, this is the summer, you know, we're going to, we're going to at least, I'm not going to promise you longer than that, but I know, I, but I know for the summer, like while we're both like not as super busy, we're going to fucking field it out as much as we can for you guys. You guys are going to get a lot more lead enigma through the summer for sure. I know I've been missing the fuck out of it. Yeah. It's hard. Cause like, you know, with everything that went on, but it's just like, even the other day I was thinking like, damn, I really need to start recording. That's when I hit you up. Mm-hmm. I was like, and then I, I had a moment of doubt too. I was like, I don't know. Should we just, you know, cut it off. And I was like, I thought, I mean, listen, I, and I knew that too. I, I like, I knew that you would, I, I kind of thought about it too, but like, it's one of those things where like, we'll know when it's done. Right. Like, we'll know. Like when it's officially done, we'll let, we'll know, we'll let you guys know. But like, listen, I, I, I love you guys, especially people in India. I love you guys. Yeah. But they've like, been, they've we're been not impulsive. We're not the impulsive podcast yet. We're not, uh, what's another big Joe Rogan. Like, those guys have a reason to make fucking content every week because they got a badass lucrative fucking Spotify deal. <laughs> like we're doing this for you guys because we love it and we we love giving content to you guys and, and sharing funny stories. But like, if we take breaks, bear with us. We'll come back. Like it's not gonna be ever a break. Like you'll know. We'll both. Well, all of us will know at the same time when we're legit officially done recording. Trust me. Yeah. It's not yet. We're still kicking. We're good. I know. Every time we come back on, we're like. Well, we're back and we plan on doing this again, but we really do plan on doing this again. Yeah, we're, yeah, <laughs> like this time we consistent. mean it. Yeah, we're gonna be more consistent for you guys, at least for the for the near future. But uh, yeah, like the only thing I was gonna say too about the whole like mental health thing is just the side note of that, and and this is gonna sound not crazy, but like coming from me, maybe I don't know, but like the last especially five months, I've been at least once a week, twice sometimes, I've been like taking edibles, bro. Like, hell yeah, yeah right. like or like i honestly like i used to it's crazy with me with weed and me like we talked about weed back like uh, a podcast episode but like i used to in high school never really i never got into it you know there's people that did it you know those of you know who you are obviously whatever like no judging <laughs> but i'm saying like yeah like you know people that did it i'd never i never just i never had interest to it it's at a point where like i didn't judge anybody that did it but like i never understood the benefit like i never understood like what the fucking hype was about. You yeah. know what I mean? Plus I played football and to me, like anything poison in my body, like I never, I never knew what, and this is all like speculation at the time because I never did it. So like for me, I was actually kind of being naive and like slightly judgmental in high school about it. Cause like I never did it. So how the fuck do I even know what it does to you? Like I'm just speculating that like it's bad for you. Like, yeah. But it's not even anywhere close to like heroin. So like, no, you know no. what I mean? Yeah. But um, the only thing I kind of, the only negative I can see back in the day too was like, I saw how it affected people like to the point where like, that's all they did. Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of like, I, I said like, you know, not that I didn't want to do it cause I'm more, you know, like, I consider myself pretty like, I know myself as a person, like I'm not going to get hooked like that, but I just never did it. And it wasn't until I started dipping my toes into a more, during the lockdown yeah two years ago when i was unemployed for like four months and i was like what the fuck and like i did a little bit more um but i was more it was more on spurts like i did it for a couple months i stopped for like six seven months i did it for a couple months i stopped but really the last five months especially probably six seven months honestly is like once or twice a week on days where i don't have work that early the next day or something and i just yeah. chill because like dude like i did the alcohol thing 
I know my limit. I, I don't want to go through a bottle to be tipsy. I don't need to fucking spend hundreds of dollars on shots. Like, we did that phase, bro. I'm done with that shit. <laughs> this, this could last me, like, two, three months if I if I take one or whatever, like, every once in a while. And I coast. And it, and it gets the job done. And I feel something. And I fucking, I'm chill. I'm happy. I'm, I'm I eat. That's like, the cool part. Yeah, it yeah, makes, like you, it's it makes you, like... It gives it brings you up, you know. You're just like you're chilling, mm-hmm. just like you feel like a good vibe around yeah. you and stuff. Um, and I think that I'll say, and honestly, like, I can attest to it too. Like, I honestly feel like that's a, a, a small percentage of the reason why too. Like, Rebecca and I's relationship has been better because I am not on edge as much as I used to be too with the yelling and like you know what I mean like when, mm-hmm. it's easy. I mean, maybe you won't find this out. I hope you don't. But like me and Rebecca can attest to it. Like living together and like we both have our own baggage, and we both have days where like we're pissed. And obviously, the easiest outlet is the significant other living with you. Because that, like, let's say somebody that makes you mad, you hold it in, you grit your teeth through it, and then you come home and you take it out on the other person, even though you don't want to, you yeah. just naturally do it because they're just happy to live with you and you can't, you need an outlet. So you start yelling at them and fucking, and that's where arguments happen. And I don't want to be that anymore, you know? So like from my end, that's one of the reasons, that's like a small percentage of like, I, when I'm chill and I go into that, well, I call it going to the moon. When I go to the moon, like I'm able to like process like, all right, Phil, what, what are you stressed about? Like, what are you going to do to fix it? Like, how are you going to make sure you don't fucking blow up? You know? Like, I think yeah. I think more in depth and deep. I don't do that when I'm... Well, I don't know how to explain it. Like, when I'm when I'm about my day, I don't go deep into myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you're, you're kind of just like... I got to go, 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 go. Like, yeah. I put my head down and I fucking grind. That's who I am. Rebecca calls me a robot. I wake up at 4 a.m., I come home at 8, I eat, I go to sleep. Like, every fucking... Like, I have no time for feeling sometimes. Like, I don't I don't want to talk about what's going on in my personal life. But when I'm... But it kind of helps you connect with your inner mm-hmm. self a little mm-hmm. bit. And I feel like for me, like, when I used to smoke um, or eat it, whatever, mm-hmm. fucking... I... I, even towards the end of me smoking, I just called it kind of like a reset button. Mm-hmm. Like it helped. That's kind of like perfect way to fuck. Cause especially explain. if you're stressing <laughs> a lot or like, uh, or, you know, you just want to like, like you said, just kind of focus on yourself a little bit. It helps kind of just like hit that reset button of just like, okay, you know what? The problems that I'm having maybe aren't as big as I have, you know, or ma- making them out to be. There's nothing or, I can't solve. Yeah. It's nothing I can't solve. It just kind of helps you think a little bit more, and it just brings your mood up a little bit. I'm not saying everybody should go out there and smoke weed or whatever. It's not, yeah, you right, know, right, it's up right, to right. you. I don't give a fuck. Right, right, right. Um, but it definitely does help, you know, here and there. I, that's why I used to always just like towards the end, I wouldn't smoke a lot. I just like maybe once a month or once every couple months, I'd be like, all right, let's hit the reset button and just kind of refocus here. And yeah, yeah, it definitely helped out. I haven't done it. In, probably fucking almost two years now yeah like i I, like i said and i i've always i was always a late i was always late to the party with a lot of things because like i don't know just who i am like i just i kind of wanted to see the people around me do it and how they are especially my close circle yeah and it's like if they're okay then like i I would start doing it with somebody i trust like i did it with like it's what i live with mike and tommy like i would do it in in that house because like it's around them like they don't give a fuck they know me Mm -hmm. you You have to have a good crowd too yeah Yeah. they're not you know so i did that and then i fucking you know when i moved into my apartment i was like well this is my apartment so i can fucking do whatever i want (laughs) so it's you know so like you know they're right in the hell with the reset button and that's exactly what i use it for the week now you know like once a week twice a week like max i just kind of fucking do it and i'm like all right and that's where and honestly the reason what i said with rebecca is like i think that it's been probably one of the deepest we've connected 
because that's when I, without even thinking about it, like I start talking about everything that she didn't even know, like my feelings and which is good and bad, obviously, but mm-hmm. who better to talk about it with than somebody you love and you care about and you live in the same house with? Like, obviously I don't have to bottle it in, in front of her, you know? So like when I get to that point, like all these fucking emotions are flooding now and I just like vent because like it just happens. I don't even notice it. Like I start talking. And I'm not in a fucking state of mind where, like, I stop myself anymore, yeah. you know? So I just, it comes out, and she's like, God damn, Alex, like, I didn't realize you thought that. I'm like, me neither. But yeah, I mean, open here, the here floodgates a little bit. What? I said open the floodgates exactly. a little bit. Exactly, and, and I don't have any problem with that, man. Like, and, and whatever helps. Like, I'm not over there doing fucking heroin, and and I'm not over there fucking, you know, doing stuff like that. Um, I think it's it's probably the farthest I'll ever go. So, which is, you know, know yourself, you know what I mean? We're not condoning it, but if if you're over there stressed and mental health and all that, you know, sometimes that helps. Just don't, I I don't know. I feel like people let it consume them too much of like, yeah, it was a great feeling. So they start chasing that great feeling every day. Right. And like every day is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, not, not for everybody. Some people are okay with it every day. That's cool. That's up to you. But like, I don't know. I feel like you can get consumed into it too much. And that's how you spend way too much of your life. I think like here and there, it's okay. You know, you just, I don't know. I just I have a different opinion on it now than I used to. I used to do it every day. Right. It was at one point in my life I was every day. And I don't regret that time. It was a cool time. It was a great time. But like, I don't know. I, I feel like you do lose that focus sometimes while you're doing it every day. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. Everybody's different. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's just, it's more of just me trying to share with you guys, like my journey the last like six months, especially like with just understanding who I am as a person and like what I need to work on and my weaknesses and my strengths and just like finding time to organize myself. Cause I'm very like, like I said, being a robot, like Rebecca calls me, like I'd laugh about it, but like sometimes it, it is, it burn Like I, I get, I'm a perfectionist to a point. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very calculated. Like I feel like I'm never doing enough. Like I come home and Rebecca's like, you don't have to do the dishes. Like, don't worry about it. like I just have like I do like I I'm very like get shit done and then I can relax which is very I could burn out after a while after that you know what I mean when I'm always even when I'm supposed to be relaxing I always fucking try to do something and like go keep working Alex like I grew up in a household where like if you sit if you sit too long you get fucking yelled at so, yeah. like, so you just I always find things to do work on go get drive somewhere pick up something do the dishes and like I, I I'm like Alex no like there's days where you need to like sit the fuck down, Alex, and just relax. Like, please. Because yeah. you're going to fucking burn out in a couple months without even noticing it. And you're going to get pissed off all the time. And no one's going to want to be around you. Like, just chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, and that's what I've been trying to do. And I think it's been better for me. Um, so I just highly advise you guys to find something or someone or a few things that you can do to just chill and Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just think about yourself for a day, you know? Yeah, or even just take your mind off things. Like, for me, I like to play video games here and there. Like, that helps to just, like, kind of just, like, you know, take your mind off of things and just, like, enjoy being in a different world for a little bit. And Although a new new thing for me that I like doing that I haven't done in so fucking long is cutting the grass because now I have the grass yeah, to cut. We didn't have to cut it. Oh, Tom used to love, he used to get hard cutting the grass. Bro. Tommy loves Dude, cutting. it's a different feeling. It's <laughs> great. It's like, I don't know, man. Something about it feels good and just like kind of takes your mind off of it of like what's going on in the world. Just like and it's your yard and you did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you cut your fucking yard, you man, you. Yeah. Hell you fucking yeah. Bastard. That yeah. And like <laughs> even putting together like the furniture was like soothing in a way. I don't know why like even though it's just like basic shit, like I built the entertainment stands that we have, like the fucking, um, I don't know, all the little shit that mm-hmm. we've got, like just putting it together is you just like that. soothing and like yeah. nice. And now I get to look at it every day. So And it's it's a way for you and you and Gianna to bond too because it's your guys' house. You guys mm-hmm. are building stuff with each other and like you guys are doing that. Like you're, you're, you're putting together your fucking house slowly. Like that's a, that should be a I know, feeling. it's fucking crazy. You know? It really is. Like it's just, it's cool as fuck to see. Like we just got our patio set. She's building part of it and then mm-hmm. it started raining. So Hopefully it stops raining so we can build the rest of it. <laughs> but I also can... wanted to talk about switch gears a little bit. Um, for those of you who uh, who are football guys out there, like, what do you think of uh, what do you think of the Bears off season so far? You know, it's I I do like what they're doing. Uh, I think clearing up the cap space was much needed. Yeah, that, that Khalil Mack trade. Honestly, I didn't hate it. I fucked with it. I didn't hate it. I love you know, Khalil, but like, so do I. But you know, he's been injured and stuff, and it hasn't really been, you know. I mean, he had a great few two seasons. Years. Yeah, two years, and it was just it was it was time we needed to clear up that space, and that was always the main thing of people talking about going into each off season was maybe they should get rid of Khalil Mack. Well, now they did, cleared it up. Um, also, it wasn't Khalil Mack's fault that he... I mean, he got hurt the last couple of years, but, like, we also wasted his talent with a shitty fucking offense and, true. Head, and head coach. Like, when we had him in 2018, 2019, even 2020, when we were still, like, on the bubble of, like, being a fucking contending team, uh, like, he was busting his ass. Him and a defense, I always used to yell about on Snapchat, like, they're fucking... Wa- they're, like, working their ass off and we're scoring fucking three points. Like, and they're over there stopping teams at, like, 20 and 17. And I'm like... Well, yeah, they were out there the whole fucking game, pretty much. The offense was barely on the field. It's always the saying. defense. And it's, like, him and Hicks and all these guys. Like, no wonder these guys are being banged up. Like, they're just tired. They're fucking exhausted. So, like, when Pulse came in, which, by the way, I think he's doing a great job. Based yeah. on... He didn't really have much to work with the Pace. Pace gave him no fucking cap. No nothing. No draft picks. No draft picks. Like, this dude, like... He which, made shit happen out of nothing. He did. He, like, he's getting guys for cheap. He's he's solving the offensive line problem. The guy with, with free agency and draft picks, I think he got, like, fucking 15 linemen. He's like, he's like we're going to fix this fucking situation. Like, I'm going to pick the best five every on the field, and then we're going to fucking go from there, and I'm going to have a hell of backups in case somebody gets hurt. Yes. Uh, He, he kept... Uh, I think I talked to Randy on the side. I think the biggest thing that's going to happen is he has $160 million next year to work with so far. Um, I told Randy, I honestly, it depends on where we're at in the season come the trade deadline. And if like Montgomery or Quinn are still doing good, like I would ship them and get some fucking big name receiver if we can, or like a left tackle or something in a halfway through the season. If not, 
then if like let's say we're like five and four and we have a chance for the wild card, maybe I keep Montgomery. You know what I mean? Like if he's balling out. Like it depends on where we're at in the season and like who's willing to offer us a trade. But so far so good for polls, man. I know on paper they said I put this on Facebook and I'm a fucking I cannot wait to post this shit when we hit our fourth win. This fucking guy on Bleacher Report said the Bears are gonna win three fucking games this year. I don't see that happening. Three, bro? Like I I'm I'll say we won six last year with fucking no offense. Yeah, we didn't have a good team last year either. And I think this year we're looking a lot better on paper. Than yeah, like, we did last year going into this season. For sure, dude. I, I and like we had the we had the third hardest schedule last year. We had head coach problems and like play calling problems. You had no pass blocking. Uh we had a banged up fucking QB carousel with fucking Dalton, Foles, and Fields playing fucking a game, starting mm-hmm. a game. Uh Mac injured, Hicks injured, Jackson injured, like barely a defense. And we won six games. And we were in there. We could have won nine. If you if you don't if you count Pittsburgh. That fucking robbery mm-hmm. at Pittsburgh. The Ravens game where we fucking choked in the fourth quarter. Uh, probably another couple games I could probably fucking name. We could, we could easily be 9-8. and eight Yeah, I, I could easily see them going... Six seven, wins again, bare I'm minimum. I'm saying seven or eight right. wins. Like that's, that's kind of where my head's at on Me it. too. They made some great improvements on the defense that were much needed in the secondary. Those two rookies are going to start right away. I hope so. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna be a good season. You know, yeah. I'm I'm good with a mediocre season. I, I'm good with that. I, I don't mind. I don't even. I don't even mind six wins again. But I just want to see a fucking identity on offense and yes. defense. Like, yeah. what are we running on offense? Are we gonna be a power running team? Are we gonna be a? Pl- are we gonna be a throw on third down team? Are we gonna be a, a play? Are we gonna be a running gun? Spread the wide receiver. Like, what the fuck are we on offense? Like, can I see some identity? And I want to protect that fucking kid. Please protect yeah. him. Like, I want to have a full year of Justin Fields. All 17 games, not injured, and just see what he can put up numbers-wise. I know. I, I'm excited to see that. I think he's really going to improve this year. I can see it happening. As long as he's protected, block. yeah, we're good. And the play calls are right. I think that's, that's exactly. Thing, and I And I feel like Komet's going to take a big step this year. He hasn't really done shit the last years under Nagy's offense. I feel like this new guy loves Komet. He's fucking 6'6", 260. Mm-hmm. Like, put his ass in a red zone like, the fuck, like, like Jimmy Graham was. Packers regressed a little bit. On offense, yes, especially they no Devonte. They got Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard starting, and the what's the other fucking guy? That Christian Watson rookie they drafted. Yeah, and so here's like, the thing with our offense though: our receivers are not. We're not much better of boat either. We have Pringle. No, we don't. We, we have, have Pringle, Mooney, and Equinemia St. Brown right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's on paper. They're like they're saying with the worst roster on paper, but like, when the fuck was the last time we played football on paper? Like, we're not three wins. Three? No, I don't think like, that's right. But... I am fucking one of those realistic Bears fans, and even I say six again is very fucking reasonable. Six to eight wins. I think the receivers reasonable. are going to be the the main concern. Even if we even have the rookie, blocking. even the rookie. Yeah, I just I, we don't have a number one guy. Mooney isn't a number he's not one. A number one guy. He's a, he's a solid number two. Correct. He's just not a number one. And I was he's hoping not... that Robinson, if Robinson wasn't fucking isolated out of the offense last year, that's what I was hoping was going to happen last year. But yeah. It, if they get a number one, though, I think those other guys would be phenomenal in the system. It's just all of them are not number one guys, so it's hard. Uh, who are they going to make the number one? Are they going to make it's it Mooney? It's going to be Mooney. It's going to be Mooney, it's gonna gonna Mooney St. Brown, and Pringle, I think. Yeah, and then the, the new guy, the I don't know how good jo- he's going to be. Jones, yeah, he's fast. My thing is, my thing is would be very simple. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to coach Schomburg, but here I am trying to coach the Bears. My thing would be very simple. If they're smart, this offensive coach is going to run the fuck out of the rock with Herbert, Herbert better be ready to get as many carries as fucking Montgomery during the oh, game. Oh, yeah, guarantee. Like, well, like he was run, killing it last year. Yeah, I love Herbert. Run that fucking one-two running back set and only throw on third and long. 
Especially in the month of September. Like, until you until you can show... Until the O-line can show they can pass block for fucking more than one second, you don't throw the goddamn ball more than, like, fucking 20 times. Max. I don't give a fuck how that sounds. 20 fucking attempts, 15 completions, and we run the ball fucking 40-plus times a game for the month of September. And then we see where the fuck we are pass blocking, and we go from there. Because I do not... If he thinks you're going to just do a spread fucking four receiver set, like, run, like, you're out of your fucking mind. I need to see the O-line block for fucking four seconds before you throw anything downfield. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with like, that. I, they, they need a, like I said, they need to establish an identity. You know, I don't think the Lions really did much this offseason. Do you know if they did? Uh, the Lions, uh, kind of. They got they, they drafted a guy from Alabama, that Jamison Williams kid. Hawkinson's still there. Swift is still there. Uh, the Lions actually low key started winning some games towards the end of last year too. They were fucking in some. They, they might turn up a little bit. I could see them getting about five wins. I uh, yeah. I could honestly. I think, I think it's gonna be. I think us and the Lions are gonna finish fairly close, man. I think so too. I think we'll be battling for third. I think the Vikings will actually take the division. Maybe I think. I, I me too. I think they will. I, me too. I really think they will. They're, they're getting Thielen back. He was injured, right? Mm-hmm. So they're getting JJ's Thielen. there. JJ's there. Cook. He was killing it. Cook, Dalvin Cook, my boy. As much, then, as much as I don't fuck with Kirk Cousins, that fucker can win you at least 10 games. He can't. Yeah, you know, I think I think so too. And their defense was actually pretty decent last year too. They they held their own sometimes. Yeah, they, I mean, I mean, it's it's hard to play against Rodgers twice. I mean, fucking, and like other quarterbacks. But I honestly, I'm with you. I think Vikings right now on paper are my number one in division. I hate to underestimate the Packers because, you know, they've the always they've always been the division winner. Like as long as we can remember, they've really won the division mm-hmm. pretty much every time. I, I just don't see them winning it this year. I don't. I, I see them getting second, no no doubt about that. And then we'll probably be battling for third with the Lions. Yeah, I, I I'm like and like I said, this is not me being a fucking stupid real. Like I'm very realistic. I'm not. Bears will not make the playoffs this year. I'll be, I I will be if Bears make the playoffs this year. I will get a fucking Justin Fields jersey. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I just don't see it yet. I think this is what a Poles is doing. A let's see what we got here year. Like let's see what talent we have here. Mm-hmm. I'll go big as fuck next year on a couple big names, and then we can make a fucking playoff push. Like yeah, I think that's the way you got to do it too. And I, I'm glad because Pace is just okay with being eight and eight and not doing anything fucking about it. Like just like let's keep the same roster. Like no, you fucker, you have to go out there and like get something to get and you then, past eight and eight. And like, then making the worst fucking trades, giving away all our picks. Yeah, like I mean, we worked out with Fields at least being our first round yeah. pick last year, but like the only good, the couple of good things Pace did was like Khalil Mack, Fields, like that was his last big move, but like. Overall, it was really just the bottom line is we go as far as the offensive line takes us this year, especially on offense. I've got to say, my second team, the Philadelphia Eagles, had a Big great offseason, amazing offseason. Big move, yeah. That Big was move. fucking. Shout out Matt, too. For, he's an yeah, Eagles he's an Eagles fan. <laughs> Dude, I got to say, they made getting A.J. Brown, that huge. was huge for them. Huge. A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on the same team, that's going to be massive. That's, that's huge, and I I feel like I feel like the Eagles are similar to the Dolphins on the offense side of the ball in the way in in this way, they're both telling Hurts and Tua, we're giving you all these fucking weapons. If you suck, you're done. Like we like that's basically what they're saying. Like it's on you to sink or swim at this offense. All right, let's do this. And Hurts versus Tua. Hurts. Exactly right. Like there's no comparison. I feel like Hurts. You see Tua gonna... underthrow t- fucking Tyreek at practice. Oh my god. He underthrew Tyreek at practice, wide open, no pads, fucking <laughs> no protection. Tua is just not. He's not it. Sorry, I'm Miami. Sorry, I'm sorry, like... Miami. But like, if you're smart, Teddy starts by week four. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. I, unless Tua fucking puts up 300 passing fucking passing yards and like they win, I'm starting. I'm like Teddy by week four. You're fucking in if he shits the bed. Bro. I think <laughs> like, Tua. 
just be a solid backup. I don't, I don't see him starting for any team. I really don't. I feel like, honestly, Baker is a better quarterback than him. Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Tua. I can see that. 100%, I, I, that's right? That's not a hot take. That's not a hot take. No, like Baker's it, problem is just he's, he, he, it's Baker. Like, Baker's biggest problem is Baker playing through a fucking shoulder injury and no business fucking playing through, and now he wants... They're, he wants to fucking get traded, which I don't blame him because they got Watson. But I take Baker over at least – I can name st- at least seven guys he's better than right now. I'd take Hurts over him, though. I do think Hurts will have a better year. I think, you know what, going back to the Eagles here, Hurts is going to break out even more this year. I think he did a little bit last year. He kind of proved himself towards the end. He made the playoffs. Uh, the playoffs, that looked really rough for him. Yeah. It really did look rough. But I think leading up to the playoffs, he did show a lot of potential – I think they've got enough weapons this year. Their running game, I gotta say, a little weak. That's the, the no running back at all. No, I, Miles I don't know who Sanders the fuck is the running. They're always banged up. Boston My, Scott and, and they got rid of Scott. Gainwell, got, right? Kevin Gainwell. Gainwell. Yeah, I their running game's a little weak. Sus. I think did they, did they draft a running back? I don't know. I, I really didn't I pay attention. They might have. They might have. My my thing is so the last thing I'm gonna say is Kyler Murray to hurts like those type of guys. Mm-hmm. I put them in the same category of like. Between all three of those guys I just named, I do think Hurts is going to have the highest ceiling. I think Kyler Murray is another one of those guys without Hopkins for six games, especially that he has no bailout and he has no one to just heave the fucking ball up to because he's going to make a play. I think you're going to see Kyler Murray regress hard this football season. Like I, I don't think the Cardinals understand. Like that kid, he obviously doesn't want to be there because in the offseason he fucking unfollowed them on Twitter and shit like that. Yeah. Like I think Hurts out of those three QBs I named has the highest chance of making a name for himself. But they're very similar in the way they play football. Like all three of them: Tua, Hurts, and Murray are like mobile. Maybe Tua's not as mobile, but like the mobile, like big arm, fucking whatever quarterback that like, like I don't. I think Hurts is the best chance to fucking do something. I don't think Tua, I don't think Murray's going to do shit this year, to be honest. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Russell Westbrook on the Broncos would be a pretty decent. Russell Wilson, though. you be? You said yeah. Russell Westbrook. Oh, my bad. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I was like, damn, you on the Broncos, bro? No, no, Russell no, Wilson. That division's fucking stacked. That's going to be a good, that's going to be a lot of good football. All four teams division. can make the fucking playoffs. All four teams in that division. I know, that's going to be a fucking. That's division to watch right now. Fight. That's going to be a fight. I can't wait for football season, man. Like I know it's only May, but we just wanted to touch on it a little bit because we're we're gonna probably not talk about it as much till at least August, September. But yeah, like I all the moves in the off season was fucking great. Now it's gonna be like a lull for like three months from not. I'm gonna not say doing shit. football has the best off seasons out of everything, mm-hmm. out of everything. But I will say NHL playoffs, they are up there for me. I love watching. Oh, them. I haven't playoffs. been able to watch that much going on but the ones i have watched and even just looking at the scores they've been so intense the games they've been so fucking intense except uh there's four game sevens today two in nba and two in nhl mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on a saturday i mean a sunday we're recording on the 15th so like it's nhl playoffs definitely definitely underrated as fuck and and like i think it's probably second best playoff atmosphere besides football yeah i'd say football's first and i'd say hockey's second i don't know man basketball like I nah. tried getting into it, dude. I, I always try every year, especially on playoffs, because I'm like, this is supposed to be the best basketball. Well, the bullshit to bed this year. It's just like, ugh. I don't know. I can't get into it. No, I don't blame you. Like I said, NHL is definitely head over heels above NBA right now. I mean, it's even regular season. Like, those guys play every other fucking day banged up, and, like, NBA takes fucking days off or jam finger. So, it's no fucking, it's no comparison. And baseball, I always just sleep on baseball. Like, oh, I'll turn it on here and there. It's just not my sport to watch all the time. I I keep up with it here and there. I'm a Cubs fan, but 
I don't know. It, it's hard for me to sit there and watch fucking baseball for a couple hours or whatever. Going to a game, different story, but I don't know. On TV, it's a little boring. I'll, Dude, I'll say I, that. I'd rather watch UFC than... Like, honestly, UFC is, like, one of my top three favorite sports right now. Like, honestly. I got so into UFC the last, like, fucking three, four years especially. Like, again, like, I used to watch it and I took a break and I got into it, like, the last, like, five years, really, six years. Um, since, since McGregor started making a fucking name for himself. And, like, I've been... I, I watch, like, pretty much... I try to watch, like... If not every Saturday, then like the big pay per views, like every month. Maybe I don't. Maybe not every month I order it, but like I try my best to watch like half of the pay per views during the year. Like it's fucking great. I yeah, UFC it. is really exciting. I haven't watched it in a while, but I I don't know really any of the guys right now in UFC. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some up and coming. Like if if I if you're if if I the only thing I would say is if you're a newer to UFC, like if you haven't watched it in a while, the three divisions I would watch is the one fifty five pound division, the lightweights. The bantamweights, 135. It's really the under 200. And then I would say welter. Like 170, 155, and 135 are three of the most exciting divisions right now. Like stacked guys. Like stacked fucking fights. Like if I would say if you get into it, like pay attention to those three divisions. Like they're fucking great. Yeah, I think I need to get back into it. It's been a while since I watched. I do love love watching UFC fights. Or even like sometimes I'll go on Pluto. Pluto is like the free TV and shit. Mm -hmm. They have like Bellator MMA. And uh, Glory Kickboxing mm-hmm. on there, too. I love watching that shit. Like, I don't know, something about it. It's just, like, gets you hyped up, jacked up to see Well, it. it's funny because you're so... Your birthday's on June 10th, right? Yeah. So, June 11th, there's a fucking pay-per-view. So, if you want to fucking... Maybe you can get together and watch it. Like, fucking reintroduce it. There's a, literally a fucking stacked-ass card, like, the day after your fucking birthday that weekend. So, we can Is it on... It's like, on ESPN Plus. ESPN Plus? You have okay. to buy the pay-per-view, but, like, I mean, whatever, like... Yeah, like we'll fucking see if we can make Man, it. Pay per views are so expensive. I, I like what fucking WWE did. Pay five bucks for Peacock, I, you get it all. Well, yeah, it's fucking crazy because Dana White's fucking cheap. Because we, I already pay ten bucks a month for ESPN Plus, and I still have to buy 80, 80 bucks for the pay per view for five fights. So like, I don't do it every week. I don't do it every month. I pick the I pick the most stacked cards. Like, usually four or five times out of the year, like I'll I'll buy it. Like actually buy it or split it with Casper because he likes watching that shit too. So like. We'll, we'll see. We'll make it happen if you want to get back into it. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right, guys. I think this is going to be a, this is gonna be it for the this episode. I think we might split this into two. So we'll figure that out once I do the editing and whatever, how that works. So you might just hear part two. This would be obviously part two. Um, but that is it for the Elite Enigma podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening again. We missed you guys. It's been a fucking blast, uh, you know, this little break. But also coming back and being able to do this again. So thank you very much. We're back. We're back. Get ready because we're gonna. This will be a summer of Elite Enigma, baby. Let's go. This is the rebirth of Elite Enigma. Ha. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.